Hello and welcome back to the Weights and Wine podcast. My name is Netta Veda. I am your host. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Netta, N-E-D-A, underscore Veda, V-A-E-D-A. You can also shoot me an email at netaveda, N-E-D-A-V-A-E-D-A at gmail.com. Happy Wednesday. Welcome back to the Weights and Wine podcast. If you have not realized by now, I clearly love alliteration, hence why the Weights and Wine podcast always drops on Wednesdays. (laughs) That's like the English minor in me that barely passed my Shakespeare 101 class my sophomore year of college. I hope you had a great week. I had a great morning this morning. I know last week I mentioned that I was close to my PR on a barbell back squat at 175 for eight reps. This morning I did 195 for eight reps and I, it was one of those mornings and if you've been in the health and fitness game for a while, you know these types of mornings. It's the mornings where you really just don't want to work out. Actually, I wanted to work out when I woke up and then I was driving to the gym and I just didn't want to work out anymore. But I said to myself, you know, I drove all the way here. Let's just get a warm up in. Let's see how we're feeling. My friend Gab was there. She pushed me to really lift heavy. And I told her, I was like, listen, I really wanted to hit 200 today. I don't know if that's going to happen because I'm not feeling myself either. And ladies, it's the beginning of that time of the month. So you already know how I'm feeling. (laughs) But I was able to get up to 195 pounds for eight reps, which I am so freaking proud of. And you are always your own biggest cheerleader. I'm telling you right now, no one will ever root for you more than you you root for yourself. Like, you have to... Actually, you have to be your own cheerleader because people are going to come and go in and out of your life. And it's so funny because when you're... Let's say you're friends with someone or you're dating someone at the time. They are rooting for you. They are your biggest fans. They'll always support you. The second maybe the friendship dissipates and they're relationship ends like whatever it is they all of a sudden I guess like in most cases they want you to fail like or they just don't want you to win anymore which is so fucked up but like granted it's part of life I guess like when you're not with someone anymore they really just don't want the best for you anymore but if you have people in your life who cheer you on that's great but at the end of the day just like I said in my getting started episode you have to do everything for you You have to lift weights because you want to lift weights. You have to track your macros because you want to learn about how food fuels your body. You have to meal prep because it's benefiting you. Don't do this for anyone else. And at the end of the day, it's you and you got this and you're one step closer to achieving your goals. So yeah, it's all about you. This is your time to be selfish, especially when it comes to health and fitness and nutrition. You have to be selfish, whether it's taking time to go to the gym, whether it's meal prepping your meals for the week, whether it's looking at ingredients and learning how to read nutrition labels, you are making these choices for you and it's because you want to. And if people don't understand that, you don't need them in your life. Like I'm telling you right now, I have cut out so many people from my life, especially the past year, year and a half alone, who I felt like weren't 
supporting me, who weren't on my team, or who I couldn't grow and learn from. That's why it's so funny because I've seen this a lot on my TikTok. I have such a small circle. Like I'm friends with a a lot of people like in different groups, but my close, close circle is so small and there's really not even a handful of people in there because the ones I keep closest to me, I know I can learn and grow from and that shit is hard to find nowadays to find genuine people who love you for who you are and want you to succeed and will push you to do your best. And it's different from just encouraging you to take a tequila shot on a night out. Like, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about real conversations and real bonds and real relationships. So if you have those people in your life, always make sure they're appreciated. I let my people know they're appreciated and I fucking love them. And you know who you are because you listen to this podcast because you're a good support system. And anyway, today's episode is one of my favorites because... This is predominantly a female listen to podcast and I am a girl's girl. I am always encouraging women to eat your body weight and protein, eat those carbs, lift heavy, wear whatever the fuck you want to wear to the gym. Who cares? As long as you feel cute and confident, fucking do whatever the fuck you want. So because of that, naturally, I hate men. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I love men. Um, no, I don't. I Today's topic is men in the gym because there's just so much. I have to really try and concise this down into 30-ish minutes because men are just the worst. No, they're not the worst. But okay, let's just, let's dig right into it. Men at the gym. I'm going to be speaking more towards, obviously I'm going to share my experience, but this specific population of men, I'm gearing more towards the standard commercial gyms, like your Planet Fitnesses, Crunches, LA Fitness, like the more commercial ones, because I've been to other gyms and it's, I don't know what's in the water in these places, but the men at, I guess, more private gyms and non-commercialized gyms are significantly better human beings overall but men are still trash but (laughs) I'm I swear I really don't like hate the male species I just can't stand the majority of them let's start with a big topic hitting on girls at the gym now I'm gonna say something and it may be controversial but this is my personal opinion if you think a female at the gym is attractive I genuinely don't think there's anything wrong with shooting your shot and like speaking to her, trying to get her number, taking her on a date, getting some Chipotle after, do you boo? Like I'm all for it. And this is why I hate men because some men are genuinely so clueless. And it's like, bro, if she has her headphones in and she's in the middle of hip thrusting 300 pounds, maybe now is not the best time to go talk to her. Like I think shoot your shot. If you see she's like cleaning up her weights, then all right, she's obviously like done. And it's like maybe her rest time, she's recouping, she's getting ready for something else, maybe she's leaving, I don't know. I think that's a good time to kind of go and talk to her. I think also, obviously, as she's leaving, then you know like she's done, go talk to her. I think also if she's done with the set and you make like a flirty comment, like, I don't know, because like I haven't flirted with someone in years, so I don't know like even what would be cool to say anymore. But I don't know, like, men, you have brains. Like, think of something silly and cute to say to her. 
compliment her, obviously. Actually, no, do that. Just give her a compliment on what she just did. Say like, oh, that set looked cleaner than, I don't know, a fresh layer of snow. (laughs) When I tell you I literally have not flirted with someone in years, this is exactly why I'm so like, I'm just like an awkward person. But you get what I'm saying. Shoot your shot in an appropriate time. But if this bitch has a, and I say bitch endearingly, like if you're my close friend, you're my bitch. And I don't say bitch negatively. I say bitch endearingly. But like if this bitch clearly has a boyfriend or a man or something, it's like back off. Or if like she's clearly underage and like she's younger than you significantly, don't be that one creepy guy. Like don't fucking do it. All that's going to come of it is she's probably going to talk to the manager or someone and say you made her feel uncomfortable. So just don't do it, especially if she's underage. If she looks like she's about the same age as you and you want to go shoot your shot, go for it. But I think there is nothing wrong with trying to get a girl's number at the gym, especially if you see she's going there consistently day after day for weeks. I think there's literally nothing wrong with it because then you know she has a good head on her shoulders and she like obviously prioritizes her health and fitness because she's going to the gym and she's killing it and making gains and making progress. I think there's nothing wrong with that. Like maybe don't do it the first time you see her. Maybe like wait a while. Just play it by ear. See how you're feeling. See how she's feeling. But if she obviously looks like she's angry and just wants to get a workout in and leave, then like read context clues. Like don't just go up to her because she's hot. Like read the room a little bit and kind of try and gauge what she's doing. But I know people kind of go back and forth with this topic, but I want to make my stance clear that I think it's totally okay to hit on a girl at the gym. But to reiterate, there are most definitely appropriate times you should do it and you should not do it at inappropriate times. And if you forgot what those were, you can rewind to the last few minutes to remind yourself. So now men at the gym who, I don't know the exact term for them. I'm going to call them the intruders. They have to tell you something about your workout. Like whether it's fixing your form or doing a moving correctly. Like almost like with a know-it-all attitude. And here's the thing. I want to preface this by saying that there are men at the gym that I've seen and who have done this to me who genuinely have my best interests at heart and I know they do and they just want you know me to stay safe and whatnot especially when I was newer to the gym this happened a lot to me now not so much because now I know what I'm doing (laughs) but there's men who do genuinely want to help you and other women and whatnot but it's the men and ladies you know what I'm talking about it's the men who like they have to come up to you and say something and it's like bro back the fuck away from me right now like do not talk to me I know what I'm doing like go away (laughs) but like if I'm squatting let's say and I feel it's not right and I look like I'm about to drop and die please feel free to step in like I will not tell you not to but even in my experience, in the gym I go to now, there's a good handful of people who I trust to, like, if they come up to me to say something about my form or whatnot, I know that it's coming from a good place. 
there's other men at the gym who I don't want anywhere near me and I don't value their opinion and I don't really care what they say. I I don't value them. So I don't want you speaking to me. And I think that some men just need to learn who the right woman is to talk to in these situations. Because here's the thing. You could have pure, genuine concern or just want to educate someone on something. But it's the way you come at them. I was working out. And as we all know, I am a personal trainer. I've been training women for almost two years now. And I've been in this game for not a while, but a good four years. I'm still learning. I'm still evolving. I'm not saying I'm perfect by any means. But I have a good basics on what I'm doing. I was doing a move. And this was about a year ago or a little over a year ago. This man comes up to me as I'm A, mid-set, and B, with my headphones on, goes to put another piece of equipment on what I'm doing. Like, it was the most bizarre thing. I was doing wide grip seated cable rows. So obviously, I'm using one of the easy bars to get the wide grip. And this man, in the middle of my set, nonetheless, comes up and is like, hey, can I show you something? And I'm like, no. Like... (laughs) I'm literally in the middle of my set. No, I do not want you to show me something. I'm counting my reps in my head. I'm doing my tempos. I have all the other shit that's just naturally in my head going off a million miles a minute. Like, I don't need you anywhere near me and I don't need you to come into my personal space and try and tell me that I'm doing something wrong. Like, I'm not. And I know I wasn't doing anything wrong. Like, I don't toot my own horn a lot. Well, that's a lie, but... (laughs) In this instance, I know I wasn't. And it's just like, it's so annoying. It's like, men, you need to just learn when to sit down, when to back off, and when to let women do their own thing. Like, again, if I'm squatting 200 plus pounds and I look like I'm literally about to crash under the barbell, please, by all means, come help me. But if I'm doing something that you may not think is good, but I know what I'm doing and I know what I'm targeting and I know it's going to help me. Let me be me. Let me do my thing. You do your thing and we're good. Like you stay in your corner. I'll stay in mine. We don't have to ever cross paths. And the best part is it's like I would trust someone who is a trainer. Like the trainers who train at my gym, those men, I trust. If they tell me something or if they make a suggestion, I will take that into account and I'll really listen to them. If it's a random man coming up to me and telling me something, I am probably more likely than not not going to trust you. And not because you're not a trainer, but because I don't know you. I don't know what credibility you have. To me, you could be anyone from anywhere. You could have 10 plus years of fitness training. You could have none. I don't know. And it's just like, It's like with anyone, it's like obviously you're going to trust your friends and the people you're closest with more so than you are random people. So I don't know. It just, it irks me a little when I see that at the gym and obviously it happened to me. And it's like, it's just weird to me because I don't know if men just think women don't know what we're doing in the gym because I'll tell you right now, the amount of women that I've even seen at the gym, not just even at the gym, but like in the weight section and lifting and lifting heavy and lifting strong and looking like fucking beasts has gone up so much even since I started weight training four years ago. 
Like that's amazing to see. So I think that more and more women are more aware of what we're doing in the gym and we're more comfortable. So to me, I could take it as almost like a turnoff to the gym if I have a man coming up to me and trying to tell me something. And it's like, I get it. You might have good intents, but it's always about the delivery. And it's like, especially if you're in the middle of a set, this also goes back to hitting on girls at the gym. It's like, if you have advice or something to say, do it at the right time. Don't do it in the middle of a set. Don't do it if I have like my headphones in, I have my resting workout bitch face on, I look like I'm going to murder someone because it's 5 a.m. in the gym. Like, find the appropriate time to do this. Moving on into the gym bro. My TikTok niche is fitness comedy, and I have made so many videos about the gym bro. And (laughs) I'm very fortunate, I guess, that my gym that I go to, at least in the times I work out, doesn't have a typical gym bro. And this is also like no shade or no hate to people who go there at the time. There's just, there's never like a bro who's there like lifting crazy heavy with like the belt on and like the over the ear headphones and with the gallon of water. Like it's, we don't really get many of those. So, but again, I also go at five in the morning, like a psychopath. So I don't know. I could be wrong. There could be some in the afternoon. But I will say that those people are probably my favorite people because I just think they make great entertainment. And listen, if men can look at us like the way they do, why can't we look at men the same way and be entertained by them? Because I think there's nothing more entertaining than honestly seeing like one of those gym bros in like just like the typical douchey fashion. Not like someone who just happens to be very big and like genuinely goes there for a good workout and whatnot like not one of those but like the like ladies you know what I'm talking about like the real typical gym bro I think seeing them out in the wild and by the wild I mean a commercial gym is so funny and I think it's just very entertaining and you know it's those guys who do three chest presses with like 150 dumbbells in each hand and call it a day like (laughs) I also see those on my Instagram and it just makes my day. So if you do that, keep doing you because it's just, it's funny. It makes me happy and I don't know, it's funny to me. Those were like the main topics I wanted to touch upon with men at the gym. Obviously, this is more of a comedy podcast. Do not take anything I take seriously. If you are a male, if you are a female, whatever you are, if you go to the gym, give yourself a fucking pat on the back because not many people do. And especially if you go to the gym consistently, give yourself a double pat on the back because again, not many people do who should. So you're already killing it. You're already in such a great place. This all comes from a place of love and comedy. So don't take anything too seriously. But in all seriousness, I think that the society as a whole, we can do better with just not being assholes at the gym and this goes for men and women too like if you are someone who you're doing let's say a superset or whatever maybe not even a superset let's say you're using the leg curl machine and you get up to rest or whatnot then you go back and use it like okay do that but don't sit there on your phone for five minutes scrolling tiktok while others are waiting for the leg press machine, especially if there's only one at your gym. Like, just 
be more understanding and better at that. And actually, this probably, this is going to be another episode of Gym Etiquette. So we're not going to get super into that today. We will in the future. But yeah, men at the gym, just keep doing you because you're all amazing. And yeah. This episode was definitely geared towards more like the douchey men at the gym. (laughs) Because I know that there's men who go to the gym who are genuinely like the nicest people ever. And they are sweethearts. (laughs) But again, this is all for fun. So it's going to be boring if we talk about the nice guys. So why not talk about the toxic (laughs) men at the gym? And this is literally the problem with today's society is that if you're nice and normal and just want to go get a good workout in, you're not going to be talked about. Like You have to do something crazy or just be an annoying gym bro. But listen, I'm sure you're going to find a swole mate, which I fucking hate. I think that's so cringy, the word swole mate. I don't even think people use it anymore. I know it like was a thing a few years ago at this point. Yeah. Like, do people still use that word? Because I honestly didn't even realize how, like, out of the loop I was with the young people terms. And I'm not that old. I'm not even in my late 20s yet. I'm technically in my mid-20s. But in January, I will technically be in my late 20s. So there's that. And we can cry about that as the time comes. But also, like, apparently I'm not, like, even caught up with what the younger generation's doing. So I don't even know how we got to this point. That was kind of like a wake-up call for me when I was at work and... A girl I was working with, she's younger than me and she was saying something and I was like, what? And she's like, what? You don't know this? And I was like, no, what? <laughs> so yeah. Um, Where was I going with this? Oh yeah, the swole mate thing. I don't know. But listen, there's a gym person for everyone and that happens when you go to the gym. Now that I think about it, going back to the first segment of this episode, I think the gym actually is like a really good place to pick up girls and listen ladies too like who says only men had to pick you up like you can go talk to someone i talked to my gym crush first i mean granted it wasn't at the gym but then i basically forced him to take me to the gym and train me for an hour and yeah um so go for it shoot your shot because who says men are the only one who have to do things like we can do things we're capable but also, again, same thing. Like, don't be stupid about it. Like, do it at an appropriate time. You know, like, read the room a little bit, see where he's at, whatnot. But, oh, so what I wanted to touch upon was, I think if you, like, it's such a good, easy way to make that connection between, like, the gym and into the real world. Because you can easily say, like, hey, do you want to go grab a shake after? Do you want to go get Chipotle after? Or, I think it's a good segue and transition into, like, things to do out of the gym. But, Yeah, I'm all for shooting your shot. And if you're nervous about it and nervous about rejection, then you can always look up other gyms nearby so that you don't have to see the person again. And that's my advice. I'm basically a relationship counselor now. So if you have any other questions, feel free to send me an email or a DM. I also just feel like if you find your boyfriend girlfriend at the gym I think it shows like a lot of common ground and now we're gonna get a little deep because I just realized I am literally a relationship coach um I think just the fact that if you go to the gym consistently or let's say not even the gym you work out consistently 
it shows that you have solid discipline and commitment. And I think that that really shows and transpires into personal relationship as well. So I think that honestly, like in all sincerity, the gym probably is like one of the better places to find someone. If you're someone who like actually likes to go to the gym and you live like a healthy lifestyle, like if you don't and you don't care about it, then I mean, you probably wouldn't be listening to this podcast unless you just love the sound of my voice, which if that's you, thank you so much because I appreciate your support. But yeah, um, that's, I think that's the last thing I'm going to say about this topic because right now I think I'm just reiterating a bunch of different things. All right, let's wrap this baby up. We are moving on into my two favorites for this week. And if you've followed me for the past few years, or if you just know me personally for the past few years, you know that I have been meal prepping my breakfasts, lunches, and some snacks for the past five or six years now. And I haven't been doing it lately, but instead what I'll do is like cook for two and then just divide that meal up into my dinner for one night, which will turn to leftovers for lunch the next day. But I haven't been doing like a consistent five-day meal prep in a hot minute. But anyway, I've forgotten how much I love convenient food. Not to be confused with convenience food. Convenient food, what I like to think of it as, is like minute rice, instant oatmeal, Things that you can literally pop in the microwave or not even like a fucking rotisserie chicken or a canned tuna. Things that you can eat with such minimal prep that are not only convenient, relatively inexpensive, but they hit your macros and they're nutrient dense. Like rice, I mean, we don't have to talk about it because we know this is a carb stan podcast and we love carbs in all of its forms, including minute rice. And even if you don't like minute rice, which I find it to be very bland because I have a refined palate. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I just love seasoning. But if you're like me and you hate bland rice, you can just add like a little bit of butter to it and some fresh cilantro or salt, pepper, some garlic powder, mix it together, some red pepper flakes. Like you can make it taste however you want. You can even add some soy sauce to it and mix it up like It is so versatile. And if you want to get crazy with it and you want to get really fancy, what I've done in the past too is I'll take like a pan on the stove and I'll add in minute rice and then I'll just saute it with some diced onions and garlic and fresh herbs and butter. And it is so freaking delicious and it really elevates the meal. But also if you like your rice plain, that's totally fine. Do you boo? But it's just the convenience of it that's so nice. Same thing with instant oatmeal. I've forgotten how much I liked instant oatmeal because what I've been doing with my oats lately is just basic oats, protein powder, milk, let it soak overnight and then eat it the next day or a few days later, whatever it is. And that's like your OG Quaker, like the rice in the red cylinder with Mr. Quaker's picture on it. But my mom and I were food shopping over the weekend and I saw the instant rice and it was on sale. And my mom's like, oh, well, do you want some? And I honestly forgot how much I loved it. And their macros are relatively good. It just depends on which flavors and packets you get because some do have more fat than others, but it just depends on what your goals are. I eat a relatively low fat, high carb, high protein diet. So for me, I look for ones that are lower in fat, but that's just me and that's just my body and my preferences. So yeah, I love 
instant oatmeal. I forgot how good it is. And again, it takes like a minute to make, literally. And you're getting a bunch of carbs in, you're getting fiber, you're going to feel satiated and satisfied. So it's a win-win for me. My second favorite for this week is yoga. And I'm very surprised because your bitch has fucking tried different yoga classes throughout the past few years and nothing has stuck with me. Like I tried hot yoga, I tried regular yoga. I didn't try goat yoga, but I feel like I would not fuck with that. But I don't know, I just I couldn't do it. Like I I did it, I could do it, but like I mentally couldn't do it. I didn't like it. It wasn't for me. Obviously, I am a strength training girly. That's my true love, my pride and joy, my forever love. But I realized like I've been so super tight lately and I just feel like my posture isn't as good as it used to be, which is weird because I'm back at work, so I'm on my feet a lot now. So you would think like by standing all the time, posture would be better, but I don't know how the body works because I didn't go to school for that. But anyway, I digress. So I started doing yoga just to kind of loosen everything out and stretch and just not be as tight anymore. And I'm in love with it. Like at first, I'll be honest, I could not get into it. I didn't like to sit there or lay there for 10 or 20 minutes and just stretch. Like I thought it was honestly weird. I thought it was uncomfortable at first. But I, for some reason, was like, you know what? Let's just push through it. Let's suck it up. Let's be consistent because I preach consistency all the time. So like, why would I not be consistent with yoga too? You know? You know what I'm saying? So I said, fuck it, let's do it for a week. I was doing three to four sessions a week and that's in addition to my strength training. I didn't isolate yoga on certain days. I did it while also strength training. But I also would do it on my rest days just to kind of feel looser and more stretchy, if that makes sense. What's the word? Flexible. Feel more flexible. And I have to say, it's been so nice. And honestly, it's been very therapeutic because I have the Bose noise-canceling headphones. And when I go to the gym, no matter what music is blasting, if I put those headphones on, I literally don't hear anything. And it's so nice because I can be in my own world and no one will talk to me. I mean, people will talk to me, but I won't talk to them because I literally cannot hear them, Um, which sometimes I feel bad for. But also, like, I have my headphones in and I have my resting workout bitch face on, so you should know not to talk to me. So I have those in and I got a new yoga mat because I wanted to treat myself. I got, it's literally called The Mat, the five millimeter one from Lululemon, and it's beautiful and it's comfortable. And I honestly almost fell asleep on it because it's literally so comfortable. So yeah, I've been loving doing yoga and it's not even super long. It's, I use an app for it because I can't do it on my own because I don't know how to do it on my own. So I'll do 15 to 20 minute ones and sometimes I'll do one, sometimes I'll do two. I'll rarely do three because that's like a lot for me. But I've just been loving it. And this is why, let's plug the getting started episode. This is why you have to be consistent and try something out for a while because I'll tell you right now I wasn't consistent with yoga for a while but I've always something in me always was interested and intrigued by it and I'm very happy that I pushed through it and I actually just like stuck with it and you would think like oh stretching for 20 minutes like what do you mean push through like that should be easy 
but for some reason it's not for me I don't know why but within doing yoga too I've been so much more conscientious of my breath and my breathing and how that affects not just in yoga but also in strength training and I've noticed that with strength training too because I'm more aware of my breath and really using the inhale and the exhale to my advantage, I've been able to lift more and I feel stronger. And I've also, like I'm still doing no pre-workout. So the only caffeine I have these days is my 10 ounce cup of coffee right as soon as I wake up. It's just crazy how much stronger and better I feel from yoga. But on that note of the no pre-workout thing, going back to the supplements episode, This is why I'm telling you supplements are not necessary and they should not be prioritized. Like I'm able to lift more and I just feel stronger in my body not taking a pre-workout. And I know I said I'll take it sometimes, which I'm sure I will in the future. I'm not saying I'm never going to take pre-workout again, but I'm also just saying that like you can't put an emphasis on supplements. Like you have to really go within you and trust your body and trust that you can lift these weights and you can make progress and you do not need to rely on supplements to get you through that. Like, I'm just going to tell you right now for like the 20th time, you do not need supplements. All right, that is it for this episode. This was a fun one. Um, I love talking shit about men. So, But in all seriousness, do not take anything I take seriously. I mean, take it seriously, but... It's all in good fun. And next week, what I think we're going to be talking about, unless I come up with another spontaneous topic, is useless fitness trends. Or like ones that I think are like stupid and that you shouldn't invest time or money in. Because there is a lot. And it's similar to supplements in that, yeah, like it might help you in the tiniest bit, but it's like that 0.01% that it will. Like focus on like the bigger picture things first. And then, like, do these little things. So, yeah, that's most likely going to be the next episode. So stay tuned for that. And I hope you have a great week. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you or you'll hear me soon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Neda, N-E-D-A underscore Veda, V-A-E-D-A. You can also shoot me an email at Neda Veda, N-E-D-A, V-A-E-D-A at gmail.com if you have any questions, concerns, episode ideas, anything is welcome. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a rating. It means a lot. Thank you so much and I'll see you in the next one. Have a great week.